Hello and welcome to Laughing Labia, a podcast that features female comedians. My name is Alice Frick and I'm here with Catherine Allen. So we are live in the studio and we swap between our live comedy show and our studio talk. Which isn't live despite what Alice just said. Yeah, it is live now, but not live then. <laughs> yeah, we're alive now. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> This month's live show, our theme was Easter. Yes, it was Easter and of course Jesus. And before we come to Jesus, we want to ask you if you like the show, please rate it. Uh, give it five stars and say something nice about it. If you don't like the show, then just don't rate it and just stop listening. <laughs> It's the better choice, I think. So yeah, Jesus, what our topic for this podcast was actually, if Jesus came back, what would he have to do to convince people that he was in fact the son of God, aka Jesus? So we have an amazing live show to share with you this month. And of course, the show quiz, not the pub quiz, but the show quiz. Show quiz. I mean, Alice, you have the skills. I have. Looking forward to it already. It took it's me been, a month to prepare. It's it's been it's been of order a few weeks since I heard it last, and I've forgotten. So I'm quite looking forward to this. You will. <laughs> Everybody is looking forward to your quiz. It's the highlight, I think. It is. So let's start with the first comedian. Her name is actually Spring Day. Yeah, that is her real name, and it's spring. And she was born in January, which is the best <laughs> of the facts ever. She's a very funny American comedian based in London. So let's listen to her. But I tell you what, I've had flatmates from around the world for the past 10 years, and after living with you British people for the past two, I now understand how you built your empire. Because you just keep taking shit that doesn't belong to you all the fucking time. I got a flatmate that eats all of my food. Not some of it, all of it. She's the kind of person that drinks the last bit of milk in the carton that's clearly marked, not your milk, cunt! <laughs> And then puts it back in the fridge like a fucking sociopath. I come home from work one day, go into my room, which no one else is allowed to do, right? Go into my room and find that my chair is missing. Right? I come out, go to my flatmate. I'm like, hey, have you seen my chair? She goes, oh, I needed it, and I didn't think you'd notice. <laughs> really? You thought I'd come home and not notice you took my fucking wheelchair? What is wrong with you? <laughs> like, I am, I am mildly disabled, and a part of the reason that I live here is because I can't drive, and countries with drinking problems have pretty decent public transportation. <laughs> And uh, I have a very mild form of cerebral palsy. It's not a big deal. Uh, in Japanese, it's called no seishoni mahi. It sounds very exotic. Uh, in French, it's called infirmite morti cerebral. It sounds much more expensive. <laughs> I've been learning how to say it in Russian in case I meet my president. And all it really means is I can't use the muscles on the right side of my body very well, uh, even my face to a certain extent. God help the man hoping for a return on a left cheek kiss, because I will bite your face off. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I broke my kneecap as well. I know, I know. Who breaks their kneecap other than gangsters and snitches? Right. <laughs> 
was in the hospital for six weeks. My roommates were these two little old ladies. We were all in there together for so long. Our periods synced. <laughs> and by synced, I mean mine stopped. Now, there's this woman I worked with for five years. Her desk was right next to mine for five years before she turned to me. And she goes, you know what, Spring? I didn't realize you were disabled until just now. I said, that's okay. Never thought of you as observant or particularly bright. (laughs) Uh, But for so many reasons, it's just so nice to be here and not in America. Especially since I found out that my mom voted and still supports Trump. Exactly. It's a weird feeling. It's like finding out someone you love got AIDS. On purpose. Just why would you do that to yourself? You can't get health care now. And she's like, well, did you watch the inauguration? I said, no, I was busy hiding Muslims and Mexicans in my attic. (laughs) Right? And the thing is, like... uh, I love my mom very much, but I, I keep getting into Facebook fights with her because it's, it's your mom, you know, she knows how to get under your skin and she just keeps saying shit, stupid shit, like, what if? What if a Muslim comes into your home and kills your entire family? What then? Would you forgive him? Would you love him as your neighbor? I said, look, mom, if a Muslim or anybody came into my home and killed everyone in my family but me, Chances are, I paid them to do it. <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> She's very funny. Nice set. She is. <laughs> so let's crack on with our next comedian of the night. Because we have so many acts. We have this, a lot to get through. It's, this it's month, a jam-packed yeah. show. So we've got Sakisa Bostwick-Barnes next. Yes, also known as Twix, and she was on BBC uh, for uh, a comedy show. So you might know her or have seen her, or you can Google her. So let's enjoy Sikiza. The reason why I have such a unique name is because I'm originally from Barbados. Some of you didn't give a fuck, fair enough. Um, (laughs) But as you can tell, I do not have a Barbados accent. That's because I've been living in the UK for a very long time, to the point where I now have got a British passport. Give me a cheer if you got a British passport. Give me a cheer if you don't have a British passport. <laughs> what passport you got, babe? What passport you got, babe? Yes, you. What? Cameroon passport. Here's a question for you. Do you want a British passport? Of course you do. Yeah. <laughs> if you want a British passport, I'm going to tell you how you get one. It's for everyone in the room. You've got to do this thing called a life in the UK test. Anyone heard of it? If you haven't heard of it, please look online. It's a very bad pub quiz, okay? Because I attempted to do it four times, being originally from Barbados, and I failed it four times. And that's interesting for me, because I'm an immigration lawyer. That's my goddamn day job. So what I'm saying, baby, is if you want a British passport, come find me. I've got four in my drawer. They're 100 pounds each, okay? Because I'm a hustler. That's what I'm doing, ladies and gentlemen. I'm a hustler. Damn right. I'm a hustler. <laughs> but everyone wants to, because I'm an immigration lawyer, everyone wants to ask me about the B word. Everyone wants to ask me what's going to happen with the B word. I'm tired of the falafel of the B word. Are you not tired of the falafel? Yeah. Tired of the falafel. It's getting on my nerves. Like, I voted to remain mainly because I thought we had another show at Eurovision. Um, I was like, the Spice Girls have got back together. Like, let's just get, let's just enter. We'll probably win. Uh, <laughs> 
But it's really annoying. Like, I don't know what's going on with the B word. Um, and to this point, I really don't give a fuck. We, we fucked it up. Um, but a lot of people, obviously, I forget the fact that a lot of people um, forget about the rest of the UK. And obviously, the rest of the UK were kind of a bit hesitant about Brexit and obviously voted to leave, mainly because of immigration. And I realised this when I went to a city that was described to me as the most culturally diverse city in the UK. I won't tell you the name of the city, but it rhymes with dull. Okay. <laughs> There's some smart people fucking love you, right? So there was this woman that was giving me and this other comic a tour of the city. And she came out with, I'm not trying to be racist right now. I was like, oh, you're going to be racist, yeah? <laughs> I feel it right here. I've got superpowers and my black senses tell me you're going to be racist. And she was like, I'm not trying to be racist right now, but there's a chicken shop you should go to after your gig. I was like, fuck you, bitch. Um, I could be vegan. Obviously, I'm not, but that's not the point. Um... It was weird being in Dole because I was in Dole for a couple of days. Um, I was feeling a little bit anxious because I didn't see many black people. I didn't see any black people, to be fair. <laughs> feeling a little bit anxious. But me and my comic friend decided we was going to go to a Chinese restaurant, you know, make me feel a little bit better, you know, minorities and all that. So we went to a Chinese restaurant and there was still no black people in the Chinese restaurant. But I saw that the kitchen door had flung open and I saw there was a black chef in the kitchen. And he spotted me and I spotted him. And it literally was just like this. Wow, you and you. Free food all night when I'm married. Okay. (laughs) Why not? Why not? (laughs) Why not? Exactly. (laughs) I mean, you would, wouldn't you? Free foods. So good to know that she's an immigration lawyer and that she can help with the British passport. I'm going to see her tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, well, you have a British passport. Oh. <laughs> but I want to get rid of it. She don't help me with that. Oh, maybe she will. Yeah, because that's a bigger problem right now, I think, for most people. Yeah, I think, I think this is a good point. <laughs> so if you want to see her, if you need a British passport or want to get rid of it, we have linked her on our Facebook website and on our website. <laughs> yeah. So what are we next? Is it the quiz? Which is amazing. I have conducted a podcast quiz quiz about um, Easter. So, okay. The first question is, which country has made the tallest Easter egg? Is it A, the USEA, <laughs> the USA, <laughs> B, Italy, or C, Austria? Austria. What is your? USA. No, both are wrong. It's Italy. Where are my cappuccino friends? Yeah, it's, it's Italy. Italy, in 2011, it was 10.39 meters high and weighed 7,200 kilograms, which is 15,900 pounds and 1,134 stones. <laughs> I'm helping you out here. <laughs> okay, okay, zero, zero we have now. Oh my God, this is getting exciting now. Okay. Second question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Oh my God, I'm really nervous now. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Where did the Easter bunny originate from? Was it A, Austria? (laughs) Austria is everywhere in every answer. (laughs) B, Germany? Or C, the UK? Germany. Germany? 999. 999. Not Germany. So you go, you go. I'm eating. What do you say? The options. <laughs> we have to go. <laughs> Austria, Germany, or the UK? UK. UK. No, it is Germany. 
My German friends, yes. And actually, it was not good Germany that you invented the Easter Bunny because every month, up to 10,000 people Google if bunnies lay eggs. <laughs> Jesus Christ, our brains go down. <laughs> okay, we have now one to zero. Okay. What? Yeah, the, the last question. The last question. How many jelly beans do Americans consume over Easter? Is it A, 1 million, B, 5 million, or C, 16 billion? 5 million? 5 million. Yeah. million. Both are wrong. It's 16 billion. <laughs> My American people, you can, you, it's enough to circle the globe three times. Yes, that's, I, I googled it. I don't know if this is true. Don't quote me. <laughs> okay, so we have a winner. Linda. Congratulations. So, you win an Easter egg if you can find it. Wait a second. <laughs> Here it is. I found it for you. Okay. But wait a second, wait a second. I have prize money as well. You win 2,000 uh, Indonesian money. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. You, also, you also win. You also win. Uh, uh, here I am. <laughs> uh, Easter eggs. Unicorn Easter eggs. Beautiful. Yes. Unicorn Easter eggs. Yeah, Indonesian money was a major thing. Not like unicorn Easter eggs, though. That's more. That's better. Yeah, you were you were hiding Easter eggs all over the place. I did. I did. I was hiding Easter eggs all over the venue. I know. Like, I was looking for them all the way through the show. <laughs> everywhere. If under, there's any sound problems, that's why. I was like, yeah. where's the Easter eggs? In the microphones, under the stage, in the toilet. Yeah. And then I found one. I'm like, this isn't vegan. I threw it on the floor. Yeah, it was non-vegan <laughs> Easter eggs, unfortunately. Yeah. Because the, the, the 99 cent store doesn't sell other shocking. ones. Uh, shocking. They need to catch up with the times, man. Shocking. Hashtag 99p shop. Catch up. Let's go forward to Katie Pritchard. She is a force of nature, a very funny musical comedian. Ooh, it's quite a serious song, actually. Yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Throughout the years I have received Advice of zero use to me I listen to the things they've said But there must be something wrong in their heads To tell somebody to their face That they are just a waste of space I'm glad I didn't heed their words But in case they're useful for somebody else Here's what I've been advised Women don't play guitars. Did you know that? Or drive around in massive vans or cars. <laughs> Women don't play football. No, they should dance instead. You've ruined this photo shoot. Been told that four times separately. <laughs> You'll never have a career in musicals, my agent told me. <laughs> You're short and fat and ugly too. We don't like you and neither should you. You really suit that bin. Oh, you're so fucking weird. <laughs> you're too short to get a leading role. It's a shame you'll never grow. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, 
much exchange I once was told I looked like a badger I was 12 years old <laughs> I punched that French prick in the face But for some reason my mum was disgraced I once was dumped with the statement You're getting to that age now where you really should start to think about having babies Oh my gosh, thank you for worrying about my reproductive system I'm actually really sad that we're now no longer going to be together Because your worry about my uterus is actually very progressive And actually now that I look at it, that concern for me is a beautiful Someone else said to me Maybe stop eating bread and cheese because then I'd actually be skinny Podcast listeners at home, Katie Pritchard was dressed as a pavlova during that song. <laughs> she is amazing. I mean, she is a force of nature. And she has a song about everything. Everything. She, yeah, she even had a song about spiders. I mean, you have everything about spiders. Every thought you have is about spiders. So that's not so amazing, <laughs> is it? And she wakes up. Is that a spider? Is that a spider? <laughs> but she had a song about it. She, I love her. She is somebody you have to see live. <laughs> she definitely is. It's true. It is. I mean, she's hilarious with the audio only, but add the visuals. Yeah. Funniest ever. Amazing. She gets the Oscar for her costume changes. <laughs> <laughs> well, did she not do a Dalek? Did she not come on as a Dalek? I don't know what that is. I think is. she came on a Dalek. You never saw Doctor Who? No. I guess Austria was protected from that. Who is Doctor Who? Oh, you don't know who Doctor <laughs> Who is? No, it's very I... frightening. It's very frightening. You do know who Doctor Who is, surely. I've never watched one episode, ah. actually. It's like it's very Back weird. to the Future, but a little bit... But uh, British, maybe? No, it's not, it's not got... No, it's not really like... It has Back not the a car, it has a telephone um, booth or something. Um, <laughs> it's British. <laughs> it's British, it's got a telephone booth. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 there's future travel, there's time travel in there. That's about the only real likeness to Back to the Future, I would say. Yeah. It's got a Time Lord in it. He travels through time, yeah. he changes form, mm, and he fights he like... like a, 
a black cap and no, no, he's like always a man until the most recent series when suddenly it was a woman. Yeah, Yeah. usually as a sidekick, usually a woman. I think I guess the most recent one was a guy. Really, we don't. We're not kind of qualified to talk about Doctor Who. I mean, I can talk about the old one. I used to watch it as a kid, but new one now. Always or just sometimes? Mm, Quite a lot. It's scary. I was very scared of it. So if Jesus said he was the new Doctor Who, would it be enough to convince you well, he no, was because Jesus? because I don't even think Doctor Who's real. <laughs> so if someone said, oh, hi, I'm Jesus, I'm the new Doctor Who, I'd be like, okay, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think that's what Jesus would need to do to convince the current folk of this planet, the current inhabitants. Before we get to our podcast question and ask all the comedians how Jesus has to convince them to be Jesus... I- We go to our next comedian, who was Bella Humphreys. Uh, it's about to get like, quite interesting for a lot of, uh, lot of teachers because um, there's been some government reforms in the sex education program, which means that uh, by 2020, uh, all the kids in school are going to have to have sex education and it's going to be compulsory. Um, I know! How exciting! Oh, that I never got a round of applause before. I love it. You guys are on the ball. That's great. Usually people are like, yeah, and what? Like, don't care. Uh, yeah, so there's going to be a few reforms, and there's a couple of, um, couple of new things on the uh, curriculum, and one of them is porn. I know. How exciting. I know. Some, some like, poor idiots are going to have to talk to children about porn. Uh, now, it's not going to be me, because I'm a dance teacher, so I'm going to be sashaying away out of there. That is uh, well beyond my remit, but um, somebody is going to have to talk to children about porn. Now, it's going to be done in a sort of a very uh, age-appropriate way, and there's definitely going to be no videos. Uh, they're not going to sort of, you know, wheel in that TV on a stand and just be like, children, porn. Uh, no, they're going to they're just talk to it in a you know, very age-appropriate way, which I think is a really good idea, just for, you know, sort of... Managing expectations later on. Um, you know, it's good, it's good to know from the beginning. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, really, uh, I don't really watch a lot of porn. It doesn't really, doesn't really do anything for me, to be quite honest. Um, I mean, I watch it if there's nothing else on. But um, it's not really my, uh, it's not my go-to. Um, I mean, I'm a heterosexual woman, but if I, if I was forced to watch them porn, I mean, I'm, I, don't, I can't imagine a situation where I'd be forced. But, but I'm, I'm picturing, I'm being forced. Uh, and so I would watch, I choose to watch some girl-on-girl stuff because I just think it's really nice to see women having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Who <is> doesn't? <laughs> and speaking of women and feminists, we have Kate Smirthwaite. As our next comedian. She's a feminist comedian. She was on Good Morning Britain, I think, yesterday or the day before. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw her on Facebook. And someone picked her out for her hairy armpits, as always. <laughs> yeah, so they, they literally said, so I'm reading it out from Facebook here, Yuck, what's with the hairy armpits? Or is it just your brain leaking out? <laughs> classic, <laughs> classic. What is, so first response, dick. Yeah. From Martin there, Martin Dewar, thank you. What what is he even saying? Because Someone else is saying doesn't even make sense. What are you want about? Have I you, want to uh, see his armpits. Actually, does he shave his armpits? Yeah. So Kate Smithwaite is um, great. I, I love that she is basically standing up constantly against 
big dicks. <laughs> oh, assholes. <laughs> big it's dicks not, we're probably not talking about word. porn here. If anyone's <laughs> listening and just turned tuned into this podcast, we're just talking about people who are idiots. But she definitely has stamina and she's confronted all Again, the time. Again, we're not talking with about porn here. We're just talking... Stamina. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so hello, I'm Kate. Uh, I'm a feminist. Well, I prefer the term clitstirrer. Vagilante. I can go for a long time. Um, uh, Okay, I'll put it out there like this. Uh, I take the view that men should be grateful that women want equality, not revenge. (laughs) Whenever you say you're a feminist, right, most people smile and nod, and there's always one person at the back going... "Mm." (laughs) And they make the data downloading noise. (laughs) You're like... "Mm." (laughs) like, Have I just got a fax in 2019, motherfucker? Right. (laughs) And they just go, oh, the thing is, the thing is, oh, I'm all in favour of equality. I'm just not really comfortable with that word. And you're like, well, that's what the word means. You never hear anybody go, oh, I love hardened milk, but please don't say cheese. It's not, it's not, it's not relevant. But I, I understand, right? It, it's the media, isn't it? The media, I feel like the media focuses on the wrong issues. I feel like it, it sets out sometimes to give feminism a bad name. And I believe that words should be our servants, not our masters. So if people are unhappy with the word feminist, it's totally fine, actually. Like, like I just want the results. I don't care about the word, right? So if anyone's uncomfortable with the word feminist, that's fine. I actually prefer the term radical cunt-wielding patriarchy smasher. <laughs> we call with a hat, yeah. And I'm having a weird time of it with the authorities right at the moment. So, um, so I, get, I get shit tons of internet abuse. That's what happens when you're a woman in the public eye and you say feministy things and you don't give a fuck, right? And, and, I get tons, and I've got to the point where I don't bother reporting it because the police do fuck all. But last week, a, a guy I know just decided to sort of like do the right thing and he reported some stuff to the police. And the next thing I know, the police rang me up at like 8 o'clock on Saturday morning and they were like, is this a good time? And I was like, obviously not. <laughs> Like, is there anybody for whom eight on a Saturday morning? If you're up, you're up for a bad reason, right? If you're up, your child is shitting on the carpet, aren't you? You're never just up for fun thinking, oh, I'm bored at 8am on a Saturday. You might be scooping water out of your basement or trying to get the burglars to leave. I don't know, but you're not just up for shits and giggles, are you? So I said, no, you've woken me up, but I'm up now. Let's just talk about this. And he said, well, um, we've had some uh, internet abuse reported to you. What do you want us to do about it? And um, I said, well, officer, I'm so glad you've wrong. What I'd like you to do uh, is to find out who did it and prosecute them. Thank you so much for ringing. I do hope you and your family have a wonderful Christmas. Goodbye. And he said, well, the thing is, the thing is, it's kind of a a, a legal grey area. And I said, OK, I don't know, right, because I didn't report this, so I don't know what's been reported. I said, tell me what's been reported. He said, oh, well, it, the message says uh, that this guy has written, he says he wants to cut your head off with a machete and play five-a-side football with it. And I said, officer, that's not a legal grey area. Uh, let me be clear, that's what's called a death threat. Um, so I think you'll find it. And he said, the other thing is, it's not a credible death threat... And I quote, it's not a credible death threat because he'd need ten mates. (laughs) And I was like, now, first up, the answer is nine. (laughs) I mean seven if you don't mind doing rush goalie. I I don't want it. The practicality is there. But but, or 
also, secondly, once my head is off, I don't think the details of the sport. Uh, I mean, also, it would be a terrible idea because my head is not filled as a football is with pressurised air. It contains the vital organs I need to live and it just wouldn't bounce properly. So now we come to our podcast question, which was almost religious. Do you want to repeat it, it again? Almost religious. Almost the religious. question was, what would Jesus have to do to convince modern day people... Uh, that he was in fact the son of God, was he to return to earth? So if you have the answer for that, and if you want to share it, please do it on our Laughing Labour Facebook page, because this is still ongoing. And let's see what our comedians said to that question. We start with holy making. Hey, y'all. Well, I think he would have to show me his Easter eggs. Oh, <laughs> Then I would believe. Yes, I would. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> hey, uh, so I'm I'm a I'm the poet, not the comedian. So uh, I don't have to be funny. <laughs> uh, uh, actually, I've probably been chatting to Jesus kind of all my life. So I'm hoping that he'd walk in and he'd just be like, "Hey, Katrina," and I'd be like, "Hey," <laughs> and he'd be like, "Remember that that song you wrote me when you were five? And maybe we'd sing it together, and then I'd be like, okay, phew, like, you're, you're everything I thought you would be. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Lovely. Oh, I, I think if Jesus came back black, um, I would be convinced that he is Jesus. Um, yes! <laughs> we want the black Jesus. Uh, I'm incredibly gullible, so, Alice, you could just tell me you were Jesus, and I'd be like, sure. Yeah, very easily convinced. <laughs> This is an interesting question because I'm an ex-evangelical, which is a thing. I know, right? <laughs> And so if Jesus said, look, I'm really sorry I wasn't clear in the Bible that masturbation is fine. <laughs> And I'm, I'm also very sorry that you had to be 35 years old before you were okay with it. And uh, then I would believe it was him. Yes. <laughs> Lovely. Thank you. And we have one more comedian on the other side, Kate Smurthwaite. Oh, I run over. Uh, sorry, half of you can't see me. I reckon, if, I reckon if Jesus came back, I'd be like, okay, build an iPhone that doesn't run out of fucking charge. Yes. Yes, like, Jesus. Come on. Uh, that, I can say personally, that would make me come again. <laughs> I love the iPhone. <laughs> It's really true. true. They're really annoying. Mine is so bad. Just yeah. dies. So this was our Laughing Labia season finale, actually. Aw, boo. We will go to the Brighton Fringe Festival next month. That's true. That's not the end of us. We, we usually disappear over the summer, right? But we won't. We, we will, will be not. back. Yes, we're going to actually, we're going to spend the next few months kind of visiting other all-female shows or other female comedy nights. So One of them will be me. <laughs> When? We're not gonna. We're gonna podcast at your show. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Who doesn't want to see me? <laughs> <laughs> Alice, Alice, Alice has often tried to put some of her stand up in the the show, and I always cut it out because I'm like, it doesn't flow, or we haven't got time. So blah, blah, you're blah. very nice and very patient, and you sacrifice your own exposure for others. So that's lovely, and well done, by the way, for an amazing season. I wanted to, because um, you always get me up on the stupid microphone. Yeah. And I wanted to have the microphone and do it like when you got me up, have the microphone and go, ah, in your face, I got the microphone. 
and get everybody to give you a round of applause but I chickened out and also I didn't know where the microphone was it was all a bit <laughs> stressful and I never know when you're going to get me up there it's all a bit stressful and suddenly I'm in the middle of something like get up on the stage it was like and I'm like oh god <laughs> kill me now so thank you very much for listening we will be back next month with a new episode at the Brighton Fringe Festival and uh, just leave us a review or send us an email if you have something to say otherwise we will hear each other soon Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.